Welcome to Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Guy Cipriano, the editor-in-chief of Golf Course Industry. Summer Patch has become increasingly problematic on golf courses, so we're using this installment of the Disease Discussion Podcast to provide answers to questions about Summer Patch. Joining us is Jen Browning, a senior technical service representative for BASF who works closely with superintendents on the western half of the United States. Jen fielded numerous calls about Summer Patch last year, and she's going to provide insight on what she has learned. Before we get going with Jen, a message from the Disease Discussion sponsor. Summer Patch can be frustrating this time of year, but fortunately, BSF offers Maxtema fungicide to help control the toughest diseases of the season. It's cost-effective and can be used anywhere on your course to help ensure disease-free playing conditions. Contact your BSF sales rep today or visit betterturf.basf.us for more information. Now on to our conversation with Jen. Well, Jen, thanks for joining us. It's great to have you on the podcast. And before we get into Summer Patch, let's give our listeners a little introduction to you and what you do with BASF and what are some of your current focuses. I'm the Technical Service Specialist for the West, covering Minnesota and leftwards. I do product development in the field, including trial work, customer demos, and education. And I work with superintendents and distributors and growers to solve disease, insect, and weed problems. So my recent focus has been getting Lucian, our first turf insecticide for golf, ready to launch this summer. And that sounds exciting, and I'm sure we'll have more on a Lucian as the year progresses. But for this podcast, we're focusing on Summer Patch. And just how would you describe Summer Patch in your own words? So this disease is pretty sneaky because it's active and it's destructive before you're even thinking about it. And that's in the springtime. It's symptomatic and even named for a season when it's too late to really do anything to counteract it. That's in the summer. There's no curative fungicide. There's not an easy way to respond to it if it catches you under unaware. When did you first start studying it, Jen, and what have you learned about it in that time period? So it came to my attention last summer. That was the first time because I started getting a lot of calls about it from people who had outbreaks and actual turf loss and complaints from members. These were superintendents who had a couple of affected greens or very low pressure in prior years, and they had had maybe adequate performance from their standard fungicide programs that didn't include summer patch-specific programming, but then 2020 was another story. They suddenly had much higher pressure. They had greens lost a few courses, more complaints, and then several incidents at courses that had never had confirmed summer patch pressure before. That got me very interested in why missing a few applications in spring was so critical for those courses, and that's when I learned you had to be prepared for this disease well ahead of it ever expressing itself in the summer, and you really can't miss any applications in your programming. We have a lot of turf grass management books here in our golf course industry office, and on most of the older ones, I don't see any mention of summer patches. Is this a relatively new disease, Jen? So the disease isn't new, but I think our cultural practices contribute to the incidence on golf courses. Um, with cool season turf, we mow it very low. We're pretty stingy with the nitrogen. And then I think our expectations about the quality of the course are, have also changed. We expect championship conditions. And we just manage the courses so much differently. So in the past, I think, where we might have tolerated a little bit of pressure, now we don't. We will notice if there is some disease pressure. How does summer patch differ from brown patch and large patch? They're cool season diseases, but with summer patch, like I mentioned before, that disease is 
actually expressed in the summer, but the pathogen was actually active in spring. Whereas with other cool season diseases, when you see the disease, it's actually active right then. So you can put a fungicide down and stop it. With summer patch, you actually need to be making your applications in the spring and continuing them through the summer to prevent you from having actual turf injury. It's too late to actually do much about it by the time you see the symptoms of summer patch in, say, July or August. What does summer patch look like? So what it looks like underneath is dead, injured roots, but what it looks like up top is like a stress or an immediate drought injury. So it can look like turf failure or stand failure overnight, or can start as looking like a ring or a crescent. The patches or the rings can get big from year to year, so it can look like sort of a half crescent, and it can start to fill in if you have it in a lawn, for example, with broadleaf weeds or another turf type. And then they can get bigger and bigger from year to year. If you have it start on a green and affect a large area, you can see that whole area just go down overnight and it will look almost like a drought injury or like a wilt. Where in the United States can summer patch potentially occur? So potentially anywhere. If you grow cool season turf, particularly at lower mowing heights and at soil pH is greater than six, you are a candidate to get summer patch, unfortunately. And what turf varieties are most susceptible to summer patch? It affects KBG and annual bluegrass. You can also get it on creeping bent grass, and it also affects the fescues, so creeping red fescue and the other fescues. What type of environmental and weather conditions make turf more susceptible to summer patch? Anytime you've got fast dry down conditions. So the times when you will see summer patch express, remember that You've had your root injury earlier in the season, so in spring, but when all of a sudden the soil profile heats up, so the places where it will happen on the course are like next to sidewalks, like bunker faces are also a candidate or edges, places on the course where you've got kind of those land bridges that bake in the sun, those are prime real estate along with places where you've got compaction. And as you have stress sort of ramp up along the course in July, August, times when it just starts to dry down quickly, that's when you'll start to see those symptoms express. Before we get back to our conversation with Jen, a quick message from BSF. If you're looking for more powerful solutions to treat your turf, then you need the course-powered diagnostic from BSF. When you complete your online profile, you'll receive strategic insights and customized program recommendations for full control of your course. Add more intelligence to your toolbox today when you visit betterturf.bsf.com. US and click on the course powered diagnostic to get started. Now back to our conversation with Jen. What can be done in terms of cultural practices to decrease the chances of summer patch occurring? So there's some different things that you can do. Irrigation practices. You can provide deep infrequent irrigation and things like syringing on hot afternoons. This would be a good idea in places where you know you've had summer patch before or places where you think you might be likely to have outbreaks. Additionally, when you're making fungicide applications that are targeted for summer patch, watering those in will be helpful. In terms of fertility, try and avoid nitrogen deficiency. Minimize compaction. That really helps. I know that's difficult, particularly when you've got heavy traffic and you've got tournament season. And then in the fall and in the spring, core or time aerating can also help. Jen, what are some proven strategies for developing a spray program to control summer patch? 
So first what you'll want to do is you'll want to plan to be ahead of the soil temperature window of 65 degrees. You want to be making your applications before the pathogen is active in the root zone and injuring your roots. So you want to build rotation into your program and choose products that are highly rated across your flat groups or your modes of action. So you want to have a program that includes your DMIs, your QOIs, and your SDHIs. And you want to choose products that will build and protect your roots and also provide you with plant health benefits. What time of year do you typically see the spray period in the part of the country that you cover? From when to when would you see this? And I guess it varies by um, location in your big region. Yeah, so transition zone north, you're going to be looking at probably late May, early June. But Dr. Rick Latin, Emeritus Professor at Purdue, says that you're going to be looking at beginning your summer patch program applications when your soil temps average 65 degrees for three days. So you'll start making your applications on 28-day intervals and then make sure that you do not miss any applications. Uh, how long should a spray program for summer patch control last? Are you starting to see programs go longer and longer into the summer and even even into the fall now. Yeah, so I wondered that too because I thought if your if your pathogen is active in the spring and the early summer, you should be able to kind of change your focus and stop making those applications, right? But keep in mind that your summer patch program applications are going to cover you for a variety of other diseases, right? Other patch diseases, dollar spot, fairy wing, any program with it salt is going to cover you for a lot of different diseases in your region. So every superintendent I've spoken to continues their summer patch program applications spring, summer, and into the early fall. What type of fungicides have proven effective against summer patch? So when I build programs, I consult the NC State turf files and then my own data from trials in California, Utah, and Arizona, and the rest of the country. And I include Maxtima fungicide, Navicon Intrinsic, and Lexicon Intrinsic. And you can use those resources at NC State as well as your own experience and the data you can get from your manufacturer's rep and your tech rep as well as your peers to make programs. Or you can go right to your distributor rep and they can provide you with the programs that are written by them or written by manufacturer's reps to give you recommendations. Can anything be done about summer patch curatively? Unfortunately, it cannot. So you can curatively address the opportunistic anthracnose that will come in onto that injured turf. Um, your other options are uh, sod transplants from nursery greens or colorants. Otherwise, your option is to push roots. Uh, how rewarding is it when you build a program or work on a program with a golf course superintendent and it helps them get through a potential challenge like Summer Patch? It is incredibly rewarding to see turf that is treated with programs that I have written and see that the quality is there, but I know that I only contribute a small portion to that and the rest is the work that the superintendent does. Um, it's very satisfying to create programs that prevent summer patch from happening, but it's very frustrating to meet people for the first time when they're having this first outbreak of summer patch or they're having anthracnose because of summer patch injury. So preventing summer patch is one of the reasons I was so eager to talk with you today so that more supers are aware that magnaporthiopsis might be an issue for them in coming seasons, even if it hasn't been in the past. It was, it was a real surprise last year to have it all up and down the West Coast and we're hearing more and more that it is showing up in those far west states. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're having an issue, we would love to hear from you. If you haven't heard of some patch in your area in the past and it's new for you, we'd love to talk to you.
Yeah, this was a tougher podcast to prepare for because there isn't as much literature on summer patch as some of the other diseases that are potentially uh, prominent on golf courses. Where can a superintendent go to learn more about summer patch and summer patch control, Jen? Yeah, I've got a couple of great resources for you. So first, Rick Latin, the professor emeritus at Purdue, has a PDF on summer patch that is an excellent resource. You can find that via Google fairly easily. And then the other place I recommend you go is the NC State Turf Files. They are a handy tool for disease images, also diagnostics, and also fungicide ratings. You can see very clearly which products do really well and which are good selections for your own program if you're writing one from scratch. Well, Jen, we appreciate the time. It's always great to learn about something that you don't know as much about. And I know our listeners are going to appreciate this podcast. And not only thanks for taking the time to do this podcast, but thanks for everything you do and BASF does to help golf course superintendents overcome some of these challenges. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for having me.